Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Thank you, thank you, Johnny. Yes, here we are, last hour of Sound Off here on a Monday morning in the Northland. And we have a caller hanging on. Uh, actually, Davey hung on through the break. So uh, we're going to see what, uh, what's on Davey's mind this morning. Davey, good morning. Well, actually, good afternoon. Good afternoon, you. So nutmeg got a valentine, huh? Nah. <laughs> yeah, nutmeg got a nutmeg got a whole bouquet of flowers. <laughs> Say, I was in Alaska on the dew line. 794th air control and warning squadron. And we had a big radar set that could look out 400 miles. And okay. it made 12 turns a minute. And we would never see a balloon with those fancy radars we had. They were designed for moving objects at a certain rate. Anything else would come back as ground clutter. If you take a vessel like on the water, and you want to try and detect a wooden sailboat, it won't see it unless it's got a hunk of metal in the mast so it'll paint, but that's not going to do too good when you aim it at the sky. These balloons are so high, and we don't know the exact position to paint them with our directional finding equipment. We're, we're trying to scan an omnidirectional, and we don't know where they're coming from. And to do that, we just don't really have the technology. And yeah. to develop it and put it into play, it's going to be a real costly venture. And they found the perfect way to attack us. Well, I'm going to ask you to speculate, Davey. What What do you think this was? I'm, I was watching, as we were away on break here, I was watching uh, Kirby's, uh, you know, he's the uh, Secretary of Defense or whatever, uh, security advisor, and he is claiming that uh, he's claiming they don't know what these were, that these are non-maneuverable. In other words, they did not have a motor or any technique or any way to determine where they would go, yet they were being maneuvered somehow, uh, not by wind because they were at lower elevations than the weather balloons or the spy balloons were, what do you think this could be? Do you think it is something that the Chinese or one of these has developed that they're using as a as a way of spying on us? Could not we float a drone over here and once we got within a certain area, release it and send it to a target that was programmed to find? Well, that's that's my thinking, too, is that the drone technology is so good now. I've seen some of these some of these drones they've been using uh, for warfare, and they're massive. I mean, they are like a small car. Um, and and so that I guess, be detected until go, it was too late and almost at the release point. Well, I, I think as we go along here, but it doesn't seem like we're getting a lot of information from the U.S. government. Well, actually, we did. We just got a, a thing here that the White House is dismissing the speculation the unidentified object shot down over Alaska, Canada, and Michigan have extraterrestrial origins. White House well, Press uh, Secretary, yeah. your favorite person, Brad, Corinne Jean-Pierre, said there's no indication the objects have something to do with aliens. Okay, so what are they, Jean-Pierre? 
Well, uh, National Security Council spokesman uh, John Kirby said crews are still trying to recover the debris from the objects to learn more about their capabilities, where they came from. He added they were different from the Chinese surveillance balloon that moved over the U.S. earlier this month. He did say the objects had no signs of propulsion and weren't sending any communication signals. They also flew at lower altitudes. And again, White House spokesperson Corinne Jean-Pierre said there was some speculation about the unidentified object shot down over Alaska, Canada, and Michigan. And um, so there was some more to this here. But uh, so, so, Kenny, is this one of these statements where they use the terminology in an abundance of, uh, of, of uh, precaution? Ooh, That's why they shot them down? In an abundance of precaution. I like that. Yeah, well, that's kind of what they use, because I'm I'm curious uh, if if we didn't have an indication that this was a threat to America, especially the two that were the one. Well, America is Alaska; that's uh, one of our states. Uh, but specifically, the one that was over Canada, if if it was non-maneuverable. If what uh, Kirby is saying is true, if it didn't have a propulsion system, had no way of maneuvering itself, then what was the threat to America that caused us to scramble uh, an F-16 fighter jet out of uh, out of Madison, Wisconsin, and shoot it down with a sidewinder missile? You know, especially if they said it yeah. was unmanned and there was no uh, communication coming from it at all. It, it, that would seem to me that that term I used in an abundance of precaution, we wanted to make. See, I think there's a lot of uh, of what I was talking about earlier, a lot of fear that Russia or somebody is uh, looking for a way to give us a black eye because of the way we have intervened uh, and inserted ourselves into the Ukrainian war by by uh, doing everything but providing manpower. We have provided weaponry, artillery shells, uh, everything under the sun well, for the Ukrainians. Yes. I have a sneaking suspicion, Brad, that, I mean, where did they originate from? We don't know. Now, we the one, the, the Chinese balloon, I guess we knew that that did originate from China. But how did the one over Lake Huron get there, and where did it come yeah. from? And then the one that was in Latin America, have we forgotten about that? That kind of popped up around the time the first one did. The one over the Yukon did. Is this just some kind of a test? Is this just some way to uh, uh, prepare whoever is doing this to uh, prepare for something more devious in the future? But for us to be randomly shooting them down when they say there is no threat to us. Uh, well, again, they were the, the one over Lake Huron, uh, you know, at 20,000 feet. That's going to have implications when it comes to civilian air travel. Right. So it was somewhat right. of a threat. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and again, in one of the stories this morning, they did refer to the fact that the Pentagon officials have were raising flags about deficiencies in the North American aging warning system, radar and sensors. In other words, they're already starting to indicate that 
maybe we don't have the latest technology available to protect us. Maybe we need to get out and spend a couple of billion dollars to upgrade Stop our technology. A bi- a billions? Now you go spending well, more money. But, Brad, you brought up a good point, though, about we're shooting down things that we don't know are there. Isn't the... Uh, uh, isn't it uh, a sound mind to know your target when you're shooting at it, even in? I would, I would certainly think so, Kenny. In fact, I was, th- I was thinking about that as I was away on break because they said, uh, they said the item that was shot down over Lake, uh, Lake Huron was similar to the one over the Alaskan Peninsula and was about the size of a small car. You know, one of the things that they do in in the Air Force is when they shoot down an enemy. Uh, uh, aircraft, they put it on the side of their plane. They put a, you know, kind of a thing with a red arrow through it, meaning they shot down. So are, are they going to have like a logo of a Nash Rambler on the side of the uh, uh, 148th Fighter Wing plane? A or Nash gonna Rambler? <laughs> yeah. Not a Chevy Corvair? Well, or that, <laughs> yes, that could be. Or a Volkswagen. Uh, yeah, something. a Volkswagen Bug. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're kidding Maybe. about it, but uh, right, right. But it's it's serious. I mean, we don't know what these were. We have no idea where they came from, and yet here we go, randomly shooting them down. We're afraid of something. We're obviously very con. Now, th- granted, they can say, like you just said, Kenny, they can say, well, it was entering into space where we have aircraft going and we didn't want, you know, any possible collision with our aircraft in that area. But we've never done this before. When was the last time you remember the U.S. Air Force shooting down three objects in three days it, it, over space? Never. Ours? Never. Yeah. I don't ever remember it. I don't either. Anyway, let's. We got a couple callers on here, including our friend Corey up on the range. Uh, Corey, any speculation of what you think this might be? Well, I'm going to start it off humorous. Does this mean that Biden is now an ace? He has shot down three or more. Yeah, he's an ace. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Anyways, <laughs> you're, I, I hate to say it. But you're falling for this hook, line, and sinker exactly the way that it wanted to be perpetuated out. There's bigger stuff that's going on they don't want us to view. So let's look at the shiny objects flying across the sky that we're shooting down so that we don't talk about what Biden knew about the business deals of his son, what was on Hunter Biden's laptop. there you go. admitted the vaccines are now killing people. There are a lot numbers that have higher death rates than other ones. And the collusion between the FBI and other outfit agencies with social media talking on back channels. But because it's not on the local news and it's not on the lo- or in the local paper, it is not talked about. That's my summation behind it. I so think it's that, that. that's the old military uh, bait and switch type thing where you uh, you do one thing right. uh, to draw the enemy away from what you're actually going to do. Yep. And, and, and of course, fear, yeah, go ahead. It's a fear tactic to make people think that a possible alien invasion or China, again, these invisible enemies that we cannot see, global warming, climate change, if you want to put that, a virus on and on and on the ozone layer or the ozone the hole in the ozone they keep 
giving us these invisible enemies. There really is nothing we can do to battle against them, but I wish it would be reported more. That's my only request. You know, it's it's interesting, uh, Corey, because one of the pieces I read this morning indicated that wouldn't it be something if these uh, these unknown vessels that were shooting down, yeah. what what if one of them had some sort of uh, biological agent in it we, that we was just know. going to be released? <laughs> we, we don't know. I mean, to put stuff in the water is pretty hard to do for the amount that you would need. Could it be aerosolized yeah. into the air? Is that what happened with COVID anyway? Who know? We don't know. But again, they keep us divided and conquered because if we're divided, we can't fight as hard against what's going on. And that's the only summation I have about it. You look sure. at Roswell. What was Roswell? It was a weather balloon. That's what they came out and told us in the beginning. We still don't know what occurred down at Roswell. I wonder if I wonder if the people that were behind, remember a couple of years ago during the pandemic, these uh, monoliths were showing up mysteriously. Right. Did they ever determine the origins or who was behind that? I think they did catch the people that were putting them out hmm. there. I don't remember hearing anything about that, but maybe those people are behind this. The oh, more they talk about something in the media, the less true that it is, the less they talk well, about it. Well, especially a deal like this, right. especially something like this that is all of a sudden one, two, three, four days in a row uh, all of a sudden, everybody's mind is tuned into, oh, somebody's trying to attack us. And uh, as Corey said, it could be trying to just throw our whole observation off of the real uh, issue. Anyway, we got to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with Dano and see uh, what his take is on this. So we'll be right back. KDAL. I am the eye in the sky. KDAL time, 126. I've got 41 degrees at the National Weather Service in Duluth. My goodness, uh, that might be the high for today right now. That was kind of the forecast for some areas around the Twin Ports, 41, maybe 42 degrees. But, Brad, getting back to these monoliths, monolith mania. Now, this goes back to February two years ago, uh, 2021. Monolith mania is showing no signs of abating. As the strange sculptures continue to appear around the world, there have been as many as 200 reports of them to date, including recent examples in Turkey and the Democratic Republic of Congo. Now, we just heard about the ones here in the U.S., particularly the one in Utah. And that one, after uh, intense media coverage, there were some guys that went in there took that thing and then they uh after they had it in their possession for about a month and they gave it and now it was in the hands of the Bureau of Land Management and is currently in their custody. We never heard any conclusion to that that I know of. I can't find any no, conclusive no. stories about the origins, what it was and when you read the story uh from uh, artnetnews.com 200 reports of them to date around the world? Hmm. Well, and get this, Kenny. We we were talking earlier that could these uh, things that we were shooting down, uh, could they be drones that are checking our uh, 
you know, how well our security works. Well, it turns out over the weekend, we also captured a drone that is being used by one of the drug cartels down in Mexico to follow uh, the path of uh, illegal aliens. Or as uh, as they say, these are, you know, what, what some of the drug cartels are doing now is they're smuggling illegal aliens into the country. Evidently, there's a huge market for that where they can make as much as 25000 or more per person, depending upon who they're sneaking into the country. And they showed this drone. Uh, when they captured the drone, it had film on it of a whole bunch of illegal aliens that were moving through the night, and this drone was following them before it was captured by uh, by Americans. So it's a lot of strange... I mean, there's so much technology out there today and so many strange things that are happening. But let's go to Dano and see, uh, see what Dano's take is here. Uh, Dano, uh, good afternoon on a Monday. Uh, good afternoon, sir. I have a different point of view. Okay. I don't think they were looking at where they were getting detected. I think they were marking the spots where they did get detected. Oh. So, in other words, <laughs> okay, we got caught here, so let's avoid going here, here because their system will pick us up here. Yeah, right. And if they ever wanted to invade, this is the way we go. It's it's uh, just a different idea than I had. Yeah. Well, that you know, the, I'll tell you what that that may have some uh, some validity to it because it's much like the enemy does uh, when you're at, when you're at war. They test your uh, test your defenses out. Uh, many times yep. they will send a small unit out to try to probe your lines in a certain area, see whether you pick them up. If they, uh, if you send, if you, if you, yeah, exactly. If you, here they come, here they come, here they come. Then they know not to approach you from that standpoint. So, um, you know, it's possible that somebody could be using these drone if they're, if they are in fact drones. That's what I can't wait to find out. These, um, the last three that were shot down on, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, and all of those were in different locations, but over land and over water. Once they find the uh, what's left of those units, then we'll find out. We'll find out what exactly they are. Anyway, we got one more person I want to hear from before we go to our CBS News, and that's Mark from Northern Wisconsin. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for calling in this afternoon. What's on your mind? Hey, hey, just real quick, I want to say I, I agree with Corey. I think this is a, it's much ado of uh, nothing. And a lot of people are panicking now saying China's preparing to attack us. Look, if China wanted to take out America, they wouldn't even have to come here. All they have to do is stop sending us our antibiotics, our other medications, and our medical devices that they manufacture. Because I think if you look into it, you'll realize they make a staggering amount of the things that we depend on to stay alive from medications to medical devices on top of all the electronics that they have us addicted to. I, I don't think they would even have to fire a shot to have a war with this country or to defeat this country. They could beat us just by cutting off the supplies to us. Boy, 
Oh, that's uh, that's something interesting. I'd not even thought about. In other words, they they uh, if they send out uh, uh, a vaccine, that 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 vaccine could be uh, so uh, deadly that it would kill off half the population before we'd even know. That might also be why they're trying to flood fentanyl into this country by the droves, uh, knowing that they can kill off a large portion of the population by the use of drugs. Interesting. Well, listen, we got to go to CBS. Thank you, Mark. KDAL time is 137. I'm looking at 41 degrees still at the National Weather Service in Duluth. Uh, down at Sky Harbor Airport, we're getting an update. There it is, 39 degrees, southwest wind at 10. So we do have a wind chill out there. It's a little chilly, but uh, sunny skies, and it's going to be nice today. And then tomorrow night, uh, Tuesday and tomorrow night, rather, and Wednesday, we're going to have some precipitation, mainly rain. There could be some snow and some ice and, you know, just kind of winter uh, winter precipitation. Winter. Yeah. Well, Kenny, uh, we're getting a news alert here that uh, I'm just watching a little video. Evidently, uh, Brooklyn, New York, a U-Haul van has uh, ro- has driven onto the sidewalk and uh, ran over a number of pedestrians. They, they're not giving any numbers yet, but evidently eyewitnesses are saying that the van purposely drove onto the sidewalk and drove at a number of pedestrians, hitting a number of pedestrians. So we're not sure whether this is some attempt at a terrorist attack or what, but we'll keep an eye on it. If if we get any more information before the show runs out today, we'll try to let you know. But here's an interesting side of what Corey was talking about. Remember, <clears throat> maybe the uh, maybe the attempt is to take our eye off of what is really going on. Uh, for example, uh, if Joe Biden uh, took down some uh, unidentified flying objects, some what looks like they might be spy type of objects, would that tend to take the pressure off, for example, the investigation that's going on right now of his son, Hunter? Um, you know, Hunter has come out and uh, uh, through his attorney has t- said that he is going to file charges uh, against a number of people that have talked about his laptop, the you know what they refer to affectionately as the laptop from hell um, that he had left at a repair uh, lodge. Abe Lowell, the attorney for Hunter Biden, has sent notices to uh, Steve Bannon and 14 other uh, individuals last Thursday asking them to observe to preserve any documents and data related to Hunter Biden and his laptop. This evidence might be used for a lawsuit that involves some of Trump's allies who spread around the content of Hunter's laptop. Uh, the notice was also sent to uh, Robert Roger Stone, Rudy Giuliani, and a number of other people. Well, Steve Bannon evidently has come out uh, over the weekend and uh, said, warned President Joe Biden on Sunday about that uh, future hearing by the GOP-controlled House that that might reveal what it might reveal about his son Hunter Biden's laptop probe. Bannon warned Joe, Hunt, Joe Biden, uh, your drug-addicted sexual deviant son is a disgrace to this country the country he sold out for cash 
the upcoming hearings will put forth to the American people and the world what a low-life scummy is, and you are uh, indicating that maybe he was sharing in the wealth uh, that uh, that was gotten from Hunter Biden uh, through his association with the Chinese and Ukrainians. A legal notice that Hunter Biden's lawyer sent to Bannon and others. Um, the notice, meanwhile, Giuliani's attorney, Robert Castola, told Business Insiders on Sunday that the Lowell letters are nothing more than an intimidation tactic designed to try to dissuade witnesses to the truth from speaking the truth. Hunter Biden's laptop was been in the focus of president's critics, including Republicans who uh, currently control the House. The laptop contents raised concerns about the younger Biden's finances, uh, ties to Chinese energy companies, and other reported fi- uh, foreign dealings. The Biden crime family, as Bannon put it, financially com- compromised by the highest level of the CCP, the Communist People's Party, a Chinese Communist Party, adding that the laptop from hell is a roadmap that you'll be able to follow once the information starts coming out. He continues, if if we cross the information that's coming off of Hunter Hunter's laptop with bank records, travel records, phone and email records, and uh, things like that, uh, traders, traders that sold their country out for for cold hard CCP cash. So this might be that uh, might be kind of that smoking gun. Uh, that uh, that Corey was talking about, where maybe uh, people should be spending more time looking at some of this information that's coming off of Hunter's laptop. And could Joe Biden trying to be changing the scenario by having people pay more attention to maybe some threat that doesn't even exist? <clears throat> and we're just shooting down things to make that seem like it's a legitimate threat? We, yeah. We don't know. No. And and Brad, the president is coming under a lot of criticism right now for not sharing enough details about these objects that were shot down. On Twitter, Montana Republican Senator Steve Daines called the lack of communication unacceptable. Brad, we do have the president. He's approaching the podium. He's going to speak, Brad. He's coming to the podium. Here is the president of the United States. All men and women created by... Go, you know the you know the thing. Okay, now he's going to speak again. I, I'm not going to be a mule. I, I, I'm, I, I, I got something to do. I got to go do boom, boom, boom. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> of course, these are sound bites that we use from time to time. This is also what the president said not too long ago, if you recall. Think about what you'd think about. Think about Do what you think we about. really want the president to get to a microphone and try to stumble through mm, a, uh, a press conference about what he knows or doesn't know? Because a lot of what he might say is just going to be a bunch of, uh, you know, stuff like this. A gibberish. It, well, yeah. He, he, remember, he said this. He said this. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. 
There, he clearly stated there's, there's no, no there there. There is no there there. And then this is one of his better ones. This is the last one. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. I'm not sure what he said. I think he said United States. I think he was trying to say America. We're still not sure about what he said there. But Oh, man. Should the president of the United States have a press conference? I mean, this has captured uh, every American's uh, attention, uh, people around the world. Uh, What's going on? This is unprecedented. His handlers don't like him to have press conferences, Kenny. His handlers... I would like him to hold a press conference only if he doesn't have to answer questions to the media and if he can just read off the teleprompter and immediately do a about face forward march and get out of the way. Anyway, folks, look, um, we'll be right back with uh, after the Minnesota news break. KDAL time is 152, Army Corps temp, 42 degrees. Winds are about 7, 8 miles an hour out of the southwest and 42 degrees downtown. Wild hockey tonight on 710, the game, 7 o'clock, drop of the puck. You know who needs to score a goal tonight? Actually, about five guys do. How about Marcus Felino, who has four? Ryan Hartman, who has six. Oh, I don't know, Mason Shaw would be nice if he could score a goal. He has four. I, I mean, there's a lot of guys. Jordan Greenway has two goals. Yeah, I know. He's Come on, he's boys. Not, he's not not dragging his end of the stick at all. And Ryan and Reeves, even, none. Even even Thrill, Thrill has uh, broke his streak and didn't have a point in the last game, so he needs to get back in. I'd like to see him score three goals. I'd like to see him get a hat trick. It'd be nice anybody to get a hat trick on this team. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <sighs> well, let me just tell you this, Kenny. I, I found this piece that I knew there was a reason why Florida was doing so well other than just being a lot of sunshine down here and a lot of nice weather. It turns out I was uh, reading a piece that was put out by John Hundrecker with Powerline and uh, he had written a piece where he had he had had the good fortune of hearing uh, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis from Florida give a speech to a Minnesota group group in Naples, Florida, a group of people that were living down here that all got together. They had a Minnesota club, and DeSantis came and spoke to him. And he said at that time, he said, DeSantis said something that I thought couldn't possibly be correct. The Florida governor. He said, Florida has more people than New York does with a state budget only half as large. Afterwards, I looked it up and I couldn't believe it. It was true. Here are the actual figures uh, put out by the, uh, by the statistics from the states. Florida's population is 22,244,823. New York's population, 19,677,151 people. So in other words, Florida has about 3,000 more people uh, than, than does New York. Now, t- a top state income tax rate. This top state income tax in New York is 10.9. In Florida, zero. They don't have a state income tax, zero. Uh, top incomes, income tax rate in New York City versus Miami. New York City's 14.8%. Miami is zero. But here's the kicker. The annual state government budget 
for each state. New York City's annual budget, or New York State's annual budget, is $227 billion. Florida's annual budget is $114.8 billion, almost half of what New York State's budget is, and yet Florida has more people. We see the same thing across the country. Red states are succeeding, blue states are failing, and yet blue states are charging more and more bigger taxes, and the decline is starting to happen where more and more people are moving out uh, to other states where they're going to be less taxed. Florida happens to be the sunshine state that is now roughly 2.6 million people larger than Florida, or larger than uh, New York, I should say. And uh, we're starting to see that all over. Here's one last thing uh, I want to get out here this morning, because we've got to pay attention to what our country is spending money on. We've got a horrible thing going right now with the Chinese government, where China is uh, has basically threatened the United States, is spying on the United States, and uh, and yet we, without whether we know it or not, are sending huge amounts of money to the Chinese government when we think we're supporting American industries. For example, there's a story out by Christina Wong uh, in uh, on Breitbart News that a, the Republican Arkansas delegation is demanding answers from the Department of Energy as to why it awarded a $200 million grant to a company that is owned by the Chinese Communist Party, but yet has an American affiliate here in this country using American taxpayer money that was supposed to be used to make Americans less reliant on China for battery productions. Senator Tom Cotton, uh, John Bozeman, and Representative Rick Crawford, French Hill, and Steve Warmack all came out and have asked the Secretary Jennifer Granholm why a federal grant was awarded to the company Microvast despite uh, the company having documented ties to the CCP and operating primarily out of China. While American companies have been denied funding opportunities, the Department of Energy supported companies that that admits that they are owned by the Chinese government exerts substantial influence over the manner in which we must conduct our business activities. The grant was part of an Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, which aimed to help secure American domestic supply chains by being less reliant on China for materials such as lithium-ion battery cells or critical minerals. But according to the Reuters News Service, that's exactly what Microvast does, is they mine and own uh, mines in Zimbabwe uh, and in uh, China that use child government to mine those products. And we're, our government tax money is going to help them operate. We'll get into this a little deeper tomorrow morning when we come back with the Tuesday edition of Sound Off right here on 610 KDAL.
more than 80 years. KDAL.